Welcome to the New Era of Wealth Building Podcast, formerly the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product and network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages success principles, proven personal development systems, and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life-altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host, who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people. And the magic and Ziggs quote, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the New Era Wealth Building Podcast. I appreciate you being here. I know you're going to get a lot from this session. Honestly, I probably will get more, and this session probably means more to me than it will many people, and there's a reason behind that, a kind of behind-the-scenes reason that uh, I try to communicate with Bobby about when I talk about would the 40-year-old Bobby approach the business the way he is today? Would he have done it when he's 40 years old? And I tried to get behind the curtain a little bit to help you guys kind of get a glimpse and see what I see. Uh, Personally, it took me 15 years in the trenches, grinding, working, and refining our systems, uh, our team-building systems, and identifying the most valuable team-building mindset principles that needed to be taught. I mean, there's a lot of great wisdom of the ages principles, but what are the most valuable principles that need to be internalized by those that are building teams? Things like the pendulum and the whirlpool and the four beliefs and a lot of things that many of you have heard me talk about over the years. Uh, but you know, but it took all that for me fifteen years of really working and studying and refining before I could comp- confidently, uh, without question, without fear, look anyone in the eye, no matter what their background, no matter what they've done, haven't done, where they came from in the world, where they live, to be able to look them in the eye and say, if you give us one year of your life and 100% plug into our culture, our team culture, you will be a different person in one year. Give us one year, and your life will change in ways that you can't imagine. You will look at team building, recruiting, 
customer acquisition, all the skill sets and mindsets required to build a team, you'll look at it completely differently than you do now. You'll have confidence in all areas of your life. It's going to grow. You'll be a better business person, a better leader, a better father or mother, spouse, grandpa, grandmom. You'll be a better neighbor, and you'll never look at success the same way again. And here's the thing, guys. Here's the truth. I sincerely mean that. I mean it. If somebody gives our team culture and what we do and how we do it one year and 100% plug in, their life's going to change in positive ways that they can't even imagine. And I believe that. I know that. I've watched it happen way too many times. So the 15 years in the trenches is what has given me that kind of confidence. I certainly didn't have that when I started my entrepreneurial journey, but I had a vision of what I wanted to create, and I understood that in this profession, team building, everybody thinks they're the issue and they're not the issue. And that was very clear to me from the very beginning. So because I sincerely believe this and because I have the, tr- the success track record of hundreds of team members and, and conversations, and I've been doing this for so long, I know anyone, anybody, no matter what their background is, is that really plugs in, and I mean 100%, they're going to have a tremendous positive impact on their life. Because of this, because I know this and I believe this, the the yang of that, you have a yin and yang in every aspect of business, but the yang of that is I experience a level of frustration that quite frankly most people with team builders or team leader titles are shielded from. They don't have to have the same frustrations that I do because, quite frankly, uh, they are just going to be like many people that get involved and, and achieve a leadership title. They're going to be thinking, well, I'll help you and support you every way I can. I don't think that. It, I, I, that, see, if I wish I had, well, I don't wish I had, but if I had a, hey, I'll, I'll be there for you and help you and support you any way I can attitude, it would be totally different than where I live. Because in where I live, listen, dude, listen, dudette, I promise you, you get 100% plugged into our team culture. 100%. Anybody can do it part time. It doesn't take a full time effort, but you learn the skill sets. You learn the mindsets. You implement. You, you monitor your self talk. You do what we share. And this was going to change your life in ways you cannot imagine. That mentality is a whole lot different from somebody saying, I'll be here for you. I'll help you every way I can. So it creates a different level of frustration and aggravation for me that I've had to, and I have to continue to learn how to handle. Over my career, I've tried every way I possibly can imagine to encourage people to just examine our team building track record, going back to our first generic training. Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire, the first generic training that I ever produced. 
and understand that what we are doing really is different. I mean, I understood early in my career that all self-made successful entrepreneurs in any niche, didn't matter if we were talking about real estate investing or any other niche, that we all traveled the same road. And they were all teaching the same thing. I mean, I, I and I used to go around to all these infomercial pitch fests just to learn, just to watch the whole thing come about. And, and I've always studied success. I love the show Biography when it used to be on because it was the same principles. 80% of success principles in any niche are transferable. They're the same. They're wisdom of the ages principles that have been here since the beginning of time. However, it is the 20% that's different in every niche that ultimately creates the culture that you're a part of. And that culture allows you to thrive or it puts you in the foo-foo dust hamster wheel mode a foo-foo dust hamster wheel state. And there's no question as it relates to the network marketing profession, uh, it's in a seeking the foo-foo dust on a hamster wheel, not progressing, not going anywhere state. That's the profession. That's the industry. And it was inevitable as far as I'm concerned. I've encouraged team members to try to just plug in 100% and try not to have an original thought until they were making at least $10,000 a month. I begged people to just be teachable, plug in, have faith, go to work. Uh, I've worked with so many three percenters that, that are talented, talented people but have never had the paradigm shift I call the leadership development paradigm shift. And they've never realized that in network marketing, it's not about what they can do. It's not about them. It's not about innovation. It's about duplication. And it's about the duplication of the 27 percenters. And again, I've had these conversations so many times with so many people. So on the rare occasion when I have somebody that just has faith and just plugs in 100% and just goes to work, it's a shocking surprise. <laughs> it's just a shocking surprise. And, the, and it happens, and it happens quite often. But when it does, it still is a shock to my system. It's such a surprise, and, and it's a pleasure to work with these people. And Bobby Gandy, without a doubt, is one of those people. It's an absolute pleasure to share his, his story with our podcast listeners. Uh, Bobby, uh, we've only worked together. You know, we've talked a couple times on the phone, but, and, and we communicate through Facebook Messenger and email or whatever, but Bobby is one of the most teachable, plugged in, hardworking, action-taking associates that I've ever had the pleasure of working with. He just listens, he learns, and he takes action. And I know you're going to love this session. It's a pleasure, sincere pleasure, 
to introduce our podcast listeners to Mr. Bobby Gandy from Texas. I'm excited about tonight. We've got Bobby Gandy is our special guest. Uh, Bobby has a really kind of unique story because he's never been involved in network marketing or affiliate marketing. He has a varied professional background. He spent six years in the Navy or in the military, I think it was the Navy. Uh, he spent time in the Texas oil fields. Uh, he worked as an optometrist for 20 years. And for the last 15 years, he's been in the portable carport dealership sales business. So a very varied background. And when we talked uh, recently, he said, I wouldn't describe getting my first 10 players deployed uh, as easy, but it was really kind of simple. It was a lot simpler than I thought it was going to be. And he said, but I had to learn how to yank the doors just like everybody else. And since joining, I have met her right before the beta close. He got in right before the beta close. He's deployed over 50 players. He's on track to be one of the many people on this team that will do 100 plus uh, players deployed by the first of the year. Uh, I'm really excited because I think his story in this session will provide some insights because I think there's a lot of people that are kind of will really be able to relate with him uh, because he's never been exposed to all the hype about nothing that network marketing is full of. We've all network marketing more today than ever. You know, this new travel deal, this, this, this CBD. It's like, dude, you can buy that at the gas station, but it's new in our formula, blah, blah, blah. He, you know, he hasn't heard all that crap over the years. Uh, that a lot of network markers have been exposed to, especially over the last 20 years. And he was able to just get out his calculator, punch in some numbers and see the opportunity for himself and think, you know, there, there's, this is, this looks really good. And the last time he, we talked, he said, Dale, for the first time in my career, in my life, I have an opportunity to create financial independence and I'm just not going to take it for granted. I'm going to give it all I have. And it kind of reminded me of when I talked talk to Michael Clark. He said, you know, Michael, first time, he said, I, this is a chance for me to do something I've never had the chance to do in my life. So we have a wide variety of people here from many different backgrounds. Uh, I believe many are starting to see what Bobby sees on this team. You're starting to understand that maybe for the first time in your life, you have a real opportunity for financial independence. And like everyone, Bobby just kind of had to prove it to himself that it was just really was as simple as yanking on doors and giving away a free product of value to business owners. Then it really was that easy. I mean, everybody has to kind of prove that to themselves. And some of you are laughing because you know exactly we've all gone through this. We all travel the same road. But I sincerely, I sincerely believe that his experience, I'm supposed to stop sharing, uh, his experience uh, to this point on his journey, it's been very timely. And I think it will speak to a lot of you guys tonight. 
Uh, Bobby, let me take this off the screen and, and I hope you can hear me and just welcome and thanks for being with us tonight. Say something, Bobby. Bobby Gandhi, are you here? If he's not here, something's gone bad wrong. Do you see him, Alan? Bobby. Oh, that's concerning. I hope he's okay, sincerely, because I just talked to him. He's here, he's here every single week. Take take everybody off mute, Don. He, he's here. Oh, okay. We'll get, we'll get everybody. I, he, he was off mute a second ago. Maybe. Can, can, does anybody see him now? I'm trying to find him. Bobby, Bobby. Don't come up here because I want to give you his number so we can check in with him. Come up here, Don. Oh, Kamala's on the phone with him. Cool. Tell him, tell him it's all our fault. We have technical issues all the time. It's it's on me. I, I hit the wrong button and, you know, please come back. Don't be upset. But uh, while we're waiting, Billy Lively, can you come off of mute for a minute? Nobody can? Don, people have to be able to come off mute. I bet, guess I better call Don. Yeah, I'm, here. I'm here. I was on my way up there to help you. Hold on. <laughs> Let everybody come off mute. Yeah, she's got everybody on mute, Kamala. I don't know. I would let you speak. You want me to still second? Don, I see him. He has to be able to come off mute. I see you, Bobby. Don't go nowhere. Howdy, guys. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Nothing else I ever do is simple. I don't know why this would be any different. <laughs> Thanks for being with us, man. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, it's, I, it's, I'm sure it's on us. I have no doubt. It's on <laughs> Uh, I live. John in, Graham did this. You know that, huh? John Graham did this. He's afraid I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, he probably did. Uh, <laughs> I lived in. I, there's the first thing I need to know. I, I lived in Plano, Texas, for a couple of years. Uh, I lived out there. I was uh, head of training and distributor development for a company out there. And like in the mid '90s, Texas was like boom, and especially the Dallas area is like Via Viente and Mary Kay's home offices out there, Ameriplan, Advocare, 
all these network marketing companies all over Texas, everybody and their brothers involved in network marketing in Texas. It's, a, it's like you, you live in Utah or something. And how did you avoid getting involved in network marketing all these years? Well, at that time in the, in the early 90s, I lived in, out in the West Texas, the Odessa Midland area, the oil field. That's actually my home. And, and I knew people who were in Amway, ALWMs and, and, and such, but it, it, it just didn't seem like it fit because I, I consider myself an, a, a introverted extrovert. I didn't, I didn't want to have to go out and just like what you were describing with the shaking thing earlier is you, you got to do this. You got to build a team and that just didn't interest me. Now I knew about it, but it just, it flat just didn't interest me. Wow. And I was starting a new career. That's when I was starting my uh, uh, new career as uh, in the optical area, in the optical arena. And I was not an optometrist. I need to clarify that because okay. some of my friends will see this and say, I'm claiming to be one. I work for an optometrist gotcha. in, in private optometry. And then I worked for two major uh, optical firms uh, around, you know, I call them the double lot years and whatnot. Okay. Well, you know, we've, we've said many times, IHUB Meta is really the furthest thing from a traditional MOM or affiliate company. It's more B2B. But so how did you get involved in this and why? I mean, I'm just curious. How did you join? What happened? Well, my my other job, the job that I do when I work for the metal building company is um, the. Um, and my screen just changed. I don't know if that I means. Something. It I don't know either. Okay. Um, I can see you. And John Graham was a dealer or is a dealer for that company. And he and I have known each other, I guess, close to five years now, something to that effect. I don't know. may not be that long, but I know it seems that long to him. And we were having a chat one night about, I don't know, tearing up the political schemes and all of that. What's what's the economy going to do? And all, you know, I, and I said, I, I just worry about my retirement. I think I actually told him that. And he used the words bird nest on the ground. He said, I've got it. He said, I've got something I'm going to send you. And so he sent me the link to, I can't remember if it was to the the corporate video or if it was to one of your videos, one of the first times that we did anything. And I listened to it and it did. I thought that's kind of odd. They're giving stuff away and things happen. One thing happened after another. And then the the thought come up and John's a good salesman because he started talking about, hey, man, they're fixing to close the enrollment on this. They're going to close. the And I really hadn't made up my mind at that time if I was going to do it or not, because I was still investigating it. And I thought, man, I don't want to I don't if I don't want to do it, that's OK. But I don't want to try to do it and not be able to. And so I went ahead and signed up. And even when I signed up, I really wasn't sure about it, but I'd listened to some videos and did some practice stuff. And that's before we had all the, the tools in place that we have now. And the first thing I went after was people I know the best because I wanted, I wanted to get going and whatnot. And I took this to my investment advisor and we sit down and I showed him the video. He got halfway through the video. He cut it off and said, Bobby, send me one. And that shocked me. And I said, okay, why? What's the deal? And he said, Man, he said, this doesn't cost us anything. 
And he said, we have a chance of making some, I mean, he did your deal. And that's what, and I think that validation is whenever I really took off and I made up my mind then that I was not going, we're going to go full bore with this, whatever full bore is. And in my idea and somebody else's idea of full bore is different, I know, but I wasn't going to, I, I jumped in both feet and, and ran with it. Yeah. And guys, that's such an important point because there's people that are here tonight. They'll be watching this. They go and talk to their friend and their friend says, no, nah, that's not for me. And the yeah. opposite effect happens for people. You know, what if his friends, ah, that's ridiculous. That's one of those, you know, he, we might not be talking to him tonight. Uh, Bob Crips in his book, Raising a Giant, says most people who quit building teams quit in their first 72 hours. Wow. Because the first person, second person they talk to says, nah, 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 and they're done. So that was a real important point. And I'll be honest, you know, the first time we talked on the phone, you seemed, I think it was right after you joined, mm -hmm. uh, John hooked us up and said, Dale, you, you know, I want you to talk to this guy. Scared me to death. Joined. I thought I was getting fired. Huh? <laughs> Scared me to death. I thought I was getting fired. I well, told John, so what's he talking to me for? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, but you you maybe had made 10 Club or something. But but honestly, you seemed a little standoffish, skeptical. Kind of distrusting, like this guy's waiting for me to give him the big pitch to why he needs to be full time. Because you kept saying, "Well, I'm just part time. I'm not, you know, I'm going to do this when I can and when I can work it in and all that." But by the end of the call, I felt like we had a pretty good understanding of each other. I mean, I really did. I, I mean, it was almost like I was talking to an old friend. So you have that effect on people, Dale. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> How has your understanding and perception of what we're doing and what this team is really all about changed since the first time we got on the phone? Oh, immensely. The, the thing of it is, is you got to you got to keep the main thing, the main thing. And that's that's the idea. You have to stay focused. But the main thing I had to do personally is I had to get this thing out of my head and into my heart. Mm. Because I truly believe that what we do is helping businesses and helping people. We're not, we're not even selling them. We're giving them something. They have an opportunity, just like everybody on this team has an opportunity, to do something really, really different with their lives. And I, I looked at that and I said, I'm, I'm just going to jump in. I'm just going to do it. Because I'm, I'm, that's usually what I do with anything anyhow is people know me very well. It's, it's an all or nothing deal. I, I don't halfway anything. And that, that's basically what it was. How impressed were you with the team that we have after you got started getting around them a little bit on these Zoom calls? <laughs> I, I don't want to leave anybody out because everybody that's been on these before I have, I've learned something from. But the thing that really gets me is is Kamala and then Alan Knight. Those two, those those two hours that were spent, they really made an impression on me because the, the, it's it's the truth, you know. Uh, you lose, or the 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 booze and the cheers are all between your ears. 
But the love you have for people comes from your heart. And when those two people were on there, especially Cam, <laughs> Kamala is, I mean, it, she can't say anything. I, I, and this is no put down, dear. Don't take it this way because it's a, it is an absolute compliment from the bottom of my heart. You can't say anything without tearing it. That just tells you right there. That is not fake. And for her to do what she's done and have the ability to do it. And then Alan comes right in behind her and he does the things that, that, that he's done. It's it's I'm thinking I need to learn from these people, because if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> Which is that simple. <laughs> OK, so the second time we talked, I know you'd made the 10 club then. You were talking about how, you know, it was, it's been real simple. It hadn't been easy, but it's been simple. And you, you made the statement, you know, I had to learn how to yank doors just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. What would you tell somebody that been around for a while, not in the 10 club yet, only because not that life is happening or they're coming up with excuses of not having time, but the, but the truth is it's just get, they can't seem to get themselves in a rhythm or routine. What would you tell those people? I think I'd have to say exactly what my daughter said to her little brother back in high school. And he brought home his report cards and they were just seized. And Jade looked at him and she said, Justin, anybody could be average. And that has stuck with me all of these years. Anybody can be average. And being involved with the book club and the Grant Cardone 10X rule Average goes a pretty long way. It goes a lot further than I thought it would. I've got to change my extra because I don't want to be average. I'm tired of being average. Right. Um, you're you're from a really you're really rare from the standpoint that you have gotten yourself plugged in from day one. It's like, okay, I remember seeing seeing you on these zooms with your camera on. Everybody, most people turn. It's like. Who is that guy? I can't remember who that guy is. I didn't. Re- and it took, you know, but you're on there. You're plugged in. And and then every corporate call, I always scroll down and see how many people are on our team or here. You're on the corporate calls. You were plugged into the book club. You're in the Facebook group. You're welcoming new people. And you've been here two weeks, which is a great sign. But you got plugged into this team. And some people kind of seem to have a problem carving out the time to get plugged in, to fill out their weekly progress report like you did tonight, and just doing the necessary activities. You, Especially people that have been around for a while, it's like it's really hard for them to take any kind of direction from anybody mm-hmm. in general. And you're military, gruff, not gruff, but... <laughs> The first time oh, yeah, we yeah. Talked, John, like, this, John Graham will tell you. <laughs> this dude's going to be such a hard head three percenter. It's like, John Graham, why did you hook me up with this guy? That was my first <laughs> 60 second in my preconception when we talked. Now it went away uh-huh. quick. And and it's and now I'm blown away because man, you're just plugged in. What where's that coming from? Because Whatever you're drinking, I'd like to buy a lot of it to get to other people because you're really sincerely early plugged in. You know, you know, you you really have. Where's that come from? I guess all of life experiences. Harlan Sanders. When did he start Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yeah, 
you know, uh, Henry Ford, those people. I'm 69 years old. I don't have much time left. And if I'm going to do something, I got to get with it. And, and and this is it. I mean, I, I'm going to make this work. If this doesn't work, it's not going to be because somebody knocks on my door and says, man, you should have been there last night. You missed it. That ain't going to happen. That that will not happen. I'm not going to let that happen. And did it, you it, have that? I'm, I'm just this. I'm just. Did you have that attitude when you were 40? Probably not to the extent that I have now. I think there was a lot of things. You know, life gets in the way. We yeah. all have. We all have our skeletons in the closet, and we all have things that happen to us here. But there's a there's a quote. I have it. It's above my desk here. It, it says. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. That's right, buddy. Okay. The second best time is right now. That's right. You know? And and I I love that quote. And my life is spent. How do we, how do we help people learn to plant trees earlier in their life? Man, if we figure that one out, we really will help mankind, you know? But you had the same you had the same work ethic, everything that you have now when you were forty. Mm-hmm. And I'm not picking on you in general, but I'm talking, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I I'm talking about a bunch of forty year olds that daggone it need to wake <clears throat> up. Don't wait till you're seventy to wake up. Well, the thing of it is, I'm not competing with anybody else on this team. That's right. I'm competing with the guy that's in the mirror. That's right. Every time I get up in the morning, when I look at that guy in the mirror. What I do yesterday that was good, and what I do yesterday that if I could do it over again, I'd do it differently. And it's something called neutral thinking. I don't know if you've heard the book, yes. Trevor Moe, Neutral Thinking. That really had a big effect on me, too. And I think he says something to the effect that I don't know if positive thinking works, but he says, I know negative thinking works 100% of the time. And <laughs> it's, right. it's just that simple. That's right. It's the right time. This feels like the right time for me. It just feels different. And that's a heart thing. And that's that's why I relate to to uh, Kamala, to Alan, anybody that gets on there and is really, really, really passionate about this. Man. Man, I talked to Mike Culver today on the phone and, and he blew me away just because it's it's his attitude. It's like everybody is really, really tuned into this. They're willing to help other people. I don't know enough yet to be dangerous, let alone help other people. But I, I we got to pass that along. It's- yeah, that's it. The, la- the last time we talked, you said, I feel like for the first time in my life, I have an opportunity to create financial independence. I'm not going to take it for granted. I- I'm not. I'm going to give it all I have, and you certainly have. Where do you see yourself In by the first of the year. Well, where I see myself by the first of the year now compared to 90 days ago is two different spots. I got to be honest because John and I had a conversation one night after and I said, well, I said, hopefully I'll get 50 done by, by Christmas. That'd be a good thing. Here it is. First of October, I just hit 52 and I'm going, man. And again, going back to the book that we're, that we're talking about it. Now I've got to raise that. So I want to be, by this time next year, I'd like to have 150 to 200. That's too low. 
just that simple. Oh man, you'll 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 be at a hundred by you'll be at a hundred by January. Hmm. That's the plan. You will be. <laughs> I'm convinced I'm, you will be. Well, it won't be because I'm not. You, you, all you got to do is do what you've done the last ninety days, and you're ten times. You know, ten times more than you did when you started. Yeah. Yeah, you'll do it. You'll do it. So you see yourself full time here at some point. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm going to have to. The thing of it, the other thing, and I, I don't know what we're doing on time or anything, but one of the things is, and a lot of people don't know this, John does. I think I related this to you. My wife didn't even know I was doing this till last weekend. <laughs> I didn't tell my wife. Till last that. <laughs> she works. She works. She flies. She works out of town. She flies out on Monday. I put her on a plane Monday morning, and I go pick her up on Friday afternoon. And so I had all that time to do all the things I want to do. And I'm hiding all this stuff from her. And my plan was in about a year, I'm going to present her with a check and we're going to pay off our house. Well, things start happening. And I just, it's tell you, I, man, I got to do some more time. And I said, I'm going to have to tell her, I'm going to have to tell this woman. And so I did. I let her know last weekend we were in Panama city, Florida, and I let her know about it, exactly what I was doing and how I was doing it. And now you guys, everybody's on here thinks Dale's rough. That woman is on me. She, I got off the phone before we got. She says, how many did you sign today? She's always wanting to know how many players I put in place today. What'd you do? Okay. How many people did you talk to? You know, you can't do it. To, and, and I, we're, we're creating a monster is what we're doing, but I'd rather have that than somebody coming in and. That's right. And no, t- I have no idea what next year is going to be like, but I know this, I'm going to be here to find out. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up and take some questions from from? Well, I want to thank you for the opportunity and the leadership that you've given everybody that I talk to, uh, you know, that's helped me. And I, I, Kamala, Alan, all of you guys that I've talked to on the telephone, they're so nice and so cordial. It's like I'm not bothering them. And I know they got 10,000 things going on like I do. And I'm, I, I just appreciate it in, in, Wherever you go, Dale, just make sure there's room enough for two. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Bobby, if people want to contact you, <clears throat> what's the best way to do that? You're in Lavon, Texas, right? Yes, sir. Right outside of Dallas, just outside of Dallas. I'm on the opposite side of Dallas from where uh, Gordy and them are. Okay. Uh, uh, the Metroplex. My telephone number is 972-567. 1471. If something happens and I don't answer it, please leave a message because I got 50,000. I I had 77 calls today. So, yeah. Uh, I got to say this real quick. Somebody said, Dale, you're nuts. You let your people, you let your top people give out their phone number on your podcast. That people are going to be recruiting them into other programs. I said, dude, when you got the best thing in the marketplace, if somebody from, XYZ company can come in and swipe them up and take them, get them out of here. They're not here anyway. Take, they can take all they want. I'll send you to my database because <laughs> what you're doing can't compete with what we've got, period. End of story. That's just the truth. So y'all that have been sending me these messages, quit. If you're watching this and you say, you shouldn't let them do that. I'm not worried about <laughs> it. People are going to poach your team. They ain't poaching my team. Mm-hmm. My team's never been poached, and it won't be, because if it's not the best thing out there, I'm not going to be part of it. 
Sorry. <laughs> okay, my 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 controller's here. Uh oh. Yeah. Y'all have questions. I see Dave Johnson's got a question. We'll go to Dave first. He's got his hand up for Bobby. Uh, Dave, you should. Can you come off mute, man? We still got. We still got this recording, right? Yeah. Okay, hold on just a second. I don't know what she's doing. Dave Johnston. Yes, sir. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, thank you so much. I did not. I just joined this. I it looked like I was on, but I've got a meeting at work that happens every night, and it's <clears throat> it is what it is. Um, and I heard that last part, and I definitely want to talk to you, Bobby. And I am going to go one hundred percent. It doesn't matter what I've faced or anything at this point. I'm going to reiterate what Dale said. Try poaching me. I ain't going nowhere. You got, this is the best thing since sliced bread and this personal development has been what I have been craving and looking for for years. And I am so grateful for you guys. And that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks Dave. Dave. Appreciate it, man. Kurt Summer. It's trying to load, Kurt. There you go. No, he didn't make it. Let's go to John Graham and Kurt, come back if you can. Oh, my gosh. You better be easy, John. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, man. I, I have enjoyed this thoroughly without question. You are a monster maker. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I mean, I just, uh, I, I enjoy, I enjoyed what you had to share, man. Uh, we're just, uh, two brothers from a different from different mothers and that's 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 the long and the short of it and uh feel the same way about dale and i i've, I've just i've just got to get my time situated and and i'll i'll be there i'll I'm be coming, there. john john i'm coming up or i told you I'm okay 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 <laughs> but come on come on and coach me just a little bit and we'll get <laughs> rolling, man. love you and appreciate you man, More hey, man you know. same here you i'll bet. talk to you Okay, sounds good. Thank you. You it's bet. Thank done. you, man. Kurt, did you make it back on? Anybody else have any questions? Raise your hand now. Hey, Mike Culver. Uh oh. Uh oh. Mr. Gandy. Yes, sir. I have a question for you. You have such wisdom. Uh, the booze <laughs> and the cheers happen in between your ears. Come on. <laughs> so that was amazing. Um, I, I was, I'm curious, you, you're doing this part-time, I'm curious if you could maybe explain to us a little about if you into a rhythm or a routine, um, and, and how you're managing your, your time, uh, in, in, in your growth. They, the, the job that I have, my other job, my, which is quickly becoming my part-time job, I do that Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And because of that, I'm required to travel around. And I, I travel to four states. And when I first started this, I told John, I said, well, I'm going to get out of get out of my element. I'm going to get out of Texas and I'm going to practice my craft someplace else. Like I started out in Arkansas. I was going to practice there. Well, I had a couple of people bite on it. Well, that kind of shocked me. I thought, uh-oh, this thing's really working and whatnot. But to answer your question, the routine I have is anytime I go anywhere, 
if there's a television or even if it isn't a television and I get, we talk about fear. My definition of fear, I've got it written here, says find excuses to advance relentlessly. Find an excuse to advance. And and if I get a feeling somewhere, ah, oh, man, I'm not going to go in there. I don't need to talk to them about that. I go. It, it, I just flat go. But I ask them about their television. I ask them who's responsible. Who's responsible for the TV? I've used uh, I've used the uh, the twenty dollar thing. I'm the guy that does that. I go in and lay down a twenty dollar bill and tell them if I mention the word sell or mention the word buy, this money's yours. And it's like Kamala said on her her when she was talking. You've got to break their thinking because yeah. they think you're going to sell them something. They think we're in there to sell them something. Right. And we're not. We're there to give them something. And I think that's what makes this so easy for me. If, they, if, if we had to sell this, whew, I don't know what we would do. I think we could still sell it, but I'm glad we don't have to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom. That answer your question, Mike? Mike, they get it? He's on the road. He's told me, he says, if I see something, I get the feeling I need to pull over that restaurant when I'm on the road. I just pull over and walk in the restaurant. Dude, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's on the road all week. I'll tell you a funny story. It happened just today. If we have the time later. Yeah, we do. Then Tom and then Camel. Go ahead. Well, I, I was in Oklahoma coming home and I stopped to get gas and I gassed up and I couldn't get a receipt. So like we all do, I walk in and it's uh, I don't know what it is. And lo and behold, guess what? They've got three TVs. Well, I don't have my phone with me. I don't have anything with me. And so the uh, TV had a sports center running or something like that. And there was a lady that was giving orders and she was talking to other people about doing this, that, and the other. And she said, can I help you? I guess she saw me and I said, yes, ma'am. I said, I'd like to know. I said, who's responsible for your television channels there? And she says, well, she said, we just actually just opened. And she said, uh, uh, I can't remember exactly what she said. And I said, listen, I said, I've got a two minute and 47 second video that I'd like for you to listen to something that I think could help you in your business. And she said, well, it's not up to me. It's up to our manager. And I said, is she here? And she said, yes. I said, great. Well, before I knew it, her manager walks up. Well, I still don't have anything on me. I don't have anything to share. And so I'm just trying to go through a spill and whatnot, gauge their interest. She says, go get it. I said, absolutely. So I went out, got got my phone, come back in, got everything set up, played the video for her. She says, that's fantastic. She said, I'm going to give this to our owner. She said, we have, have over 500 of these stores in throughout Oklahoma. And I tell you that because 95% of the people that I've talked to is stuff I just run into. I just flat, I just run into it. I have no intention of doing anything, but you just happen to be there. You ask a question. Don't ever take it for granted that somebody's going to tell you no, because the question, the question you don't ask, that the answer is no. If you don't ask the question, the answer is no. That's right. That's right. And you never know. Tom. Tom in Chicago. Oh, uh, hey, Bobby. Um, I got three things. The first two are compliments. I just want to say I never would have guessed you were 69. <laughs> Thank you. The energy you bring is amazing. And I, I'm so glad you're on this team, okay, because I really want you to rub off on all of us, including me. Um, my question for you is, how do you feel about building a team now with network marketing? Well, Dale and I have spoken about that, and that's that's the next 
the next chapter, I think. Uh, I'm being very particular about who I think might do it. There's been two people. There was a lady last night. She's going to do it. She's just trying to get some things arranged. And there's a another lady that, I don't know, she, I, I thought she was really hot to trot about it and, and ready to go. And she's had one thing after another keep coming up. It's excuse-itis is basically yeah. what it is. But I, I don't have a problem in the world, but I think this is, I think it's great. Absolutely. And that's what we're going to work on. And I need you guys help with that because you're the ones that, that pull all of that together and all of those avenues to go down. Cool. Thanks. Kamala, then Dexter. Good seeing Uh-oh. you. Well, I just want to thank Bobby for an amazing job tonight and uh, how, like, he's wonderful on the phone. He, he like get you know we we talk back and forth and he's helped me a lot so uh, before I start to cry I want to say thank you Bobby you bet darling Dexter hey thanks thanks Dale yeah uh, hey Bobby hey man yes, I, I'm uh, I'm uh, this is amazing have you ever heard that you look like uh, Dave Ramsey. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, it's the money. It's the money. <laughs> Is that a compliment? I guess that, that, that's, no, a com- I, that's, that's a, a compliment. One. That's a that's I, a compliment. I can't tell you. My wife's always told me that I look like somebody. I can't even tell you who it is because I got something <laughs> going through my head yet. But I hear you. That's good. So I, I just got one question. Have you? Sure. Uh, what time of day have you seen the most success? If you had to gauge. Oh, that's a great question. I would say probably um, I, I do the best it, it, or if anywhere from 1030 till 1130 in the morning before the lunch run hits. Yeah. You're going into a restaurant or something to that effect. And then um, after 830 in the evening, 730, 730, actually 730 to nine o'clock in the evenings. After everything's kind of slowing down, if you walk in and there's a lot of people in there, I don't even mention it. I won't even bring it up because it's 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 crazy. And and the last thing they want to talk about is some guy that says he isn't selling them anything. But that's I would say those are the two best times that I've done something. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Philip. Hey, Bobby. Real quick, uh, with you being on the road, how are you doing with your follow ups? Are you just Calling them, emailing them, or what's your process? That's that's one part of my game. I wish I was better at is, is follow ups. Is is doing that, and I I work so much off the cuff. Just if I get a feeling of something, that I've got to get better organized and, and come up with the follow ups. But surprisingly, a lot of the of the of the players that I've placed come from following up follow ups. But but I'm very inconsistent, you know extremely inconsistent with it i'm guilty my too. average i would say two to three times if it's not after that then i, I can go back and look at my calendar and do stuff but you need to help me with that philip because i saw that on facebook i know what you're doing big boy uh, we both need help i need help dell <laughs> I, I i've said it till i can't say it no more follow-up is more important than initial contact period end the story yep alan knight uh-oh. No, nothing to uh-oh about. <laughs> not dangerous. You're a radio star, Alan. Come on. I, I don't know. No, you know what? I, I thank you for tonight. I really appreciate it. And the conversations that we've had. Um, 
you clearly have way more wisdom than you let on, uh, <laughs> which is which is awesome. It, you're you're definitely an asset to the team, um, and I know we'll get to see a whole lot more of that over time. <laughs> and it's um you know and I, for me it's just knowing there's a there's a whole crew and everybody's welcome to join the crew, but there's a crew of you that I know you're out there. And that's what keeps me out there is like, I don't have any doubt that you're out there, you know, like yanking a door. And so <laughs> knowing that you're out there has me go, man, what you're not, you're, you're going to let him yank a door. Be, you know, I have, and I operate on that same fear principle every day, multiple times a day. I'm, I'm afraid, you know, and I don't, yeah. and I don't want to, I don't want to go back. I don't want to like today I had to go to a place three times. I'm going to go after tonight. I'm going out. I'm t- told my wife, I got to go back out um, because I couldn't get a hold of the guy, but it's, it's like, cause I don't want to live with that fear. I don't want, I don't want to drive away knowing that I, that I'd let myself down because mm-hmm. I, because I was unwilling. I just, I'm aware of the fear now. And it's like, it's better to be ignorant, kind of, but it's like, uh, I'm aware of the fear. And so I know it's like, I got to deal with it um, because it'll eat, eat up my confidence if I don't. So um, I really appreciate having you. You're going to be a huge resource for the team. And so thanks for being on. Well, thanks, Alan. I really appreciate you and, and everybody else. And I can't tell you the times I've turned around. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I cannot tell you that. Nope, I'm going back. I'm going to go back. And, I do it every day, every day. <laughs> every, yeah, every day. Mike Culver, I want to let you end it up. we got six minutes until the corporate call. Just kind of rehash your re- your week, man, 69 points. Uh, I saw a lot of singles and doubles and triples for you this week, but just what happened for you this week, Mike Culver? Well, something happened to me. Uh, this this 10x book with Grant Cardone is amazing. I, I rearranged my goals. Um, I got a call from someone uh, whose name is uh, Mr. Dale Calvert, who told me to uh, make plan my work and work my plan. And uh, he told me that over, uh, just before the weekend. And uh, I sat and, and mulled it over all weekend. And I decided that what I was going to do was uh, I was going to dedicate and ch- chunk. I was I was spending so much time with other things than pulling doors, a, a lot of phone calls, things like that. I decided what I was going to compartmentalize my days, and I ended a plan this week where um, my morning I would do follow ups on the phone, um, and then over the lunch hours I would call my team and check in with them. And then every day from one to five, I would go pull on doors. And um, I did that every day this week. And uh, um, I, I was able to, um, you know, I, I, I signed up a few. Yeah. The truth of the matter is that almost everybody I, I pitched signed up. I just, I was on a hot streak today. I mean, every door I pulled was, I think I got two maybes and the rest were yeses. And then, one of the businesses I had to sign up, I, I don't drink alcohol, but uh, it was at a bar called the Tarnation Tavern. And it, co- it, it cost me four bush lights. Uh, the, the owner kept <laughs> buying me bush light beers. And I, you know, I remember some book 
that said, you always say yes. And so there I was, <laughs> I came home and my wife has been cracking the whip on me too. But my wife, I came home and I told my wife, I said, I got two businesses signed up today, nine screens, and I had four beers going to bed. So th- that was, uh, that was my day. Cause I have zero tolerance for uh, alcohol, but, um, you know, it, honestly, Dale, I just really want to tell you that, 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 that simple, simple sentence that you told me, plan your work and, and work your plan. Uh, it really resonated with me. And, uh, I just, I just committed to structuring my day a little bit more instead of just being scattered all over the place. And I dedicated some time and energy towards, uh, those things. And I, I couldn't have done it, uh, just off of, uh, Grant Cardone and Dale Calvert. The truth of the matter is I have a, uh, wonderful wife cracking the whip on me as well. So, uh, and, and she's here sitting, we got you guys broadcast on the big screen in the living room and Brian Johnson's here. We, we cooked him dinner as well on the zoom call. So we're having a little zoom call party as well. So, uh, we're, we're, we're consolidating our energies that way too. <laughs> and, and, and we had a very detailed conversation just so you guys, I didn't know you were going to say that, but, but we had a very detailed conversation about, why why you needed to plan your work and work your plan it wasn't like just something that was pulled out of the air was something we talked about and and that was that was definitely where you were at and uh just good to see you see you uh moving forward man and everybody else i mean everybody else uh just crushing it just just crushing it so Bobby, you, Mike, you I just pre- wanted to thank you for your help with the company reports. They yeah. are awesome. They are amazing, like so much easier than before. And I just wanted to um, acknowledge you, all your efforts in that and tell you thank you. Yes, Mike. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yes, I, it's my pleasure. Bobby. Yes, sir. Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head and I knew you would. And I hope a lot of people heard what you were saying. And, and, and y'all will hear me say this from now on. We all travel the same road. And I think you really drove that point home. Thanks for being here. Uh, think bigger. Like, really, think 300 by this time next year because you could do that. That might even be. That might even be too small, but at well, least- in the words of the uh, the 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 uh, blonde boss of the family, um, she always says persistence removes resistance. That's right. Okay, guys, it's time to jump on the corporate call. They're gonna. Hi, y'all. Thanks for everything. Thanks for real. Thank you, Bobby. Y'all have a good one. Thank you, Bobby. Great Thank job, you. Bobby. Thank you. Everybody did awesome. Thank you, Bobby. It was great. Bye. Enjoyed it. It's good. It's good stuff. Enjoy, enjoy bald headed men. I got you too. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this session and got a little peek behind the curtain of what is possible when the right person with the right attitude, uh, who just gets plugged in, has faith, and goes to work and implements wisdom of the ages, principles, and ideas, and action in a timely opportunity, what is possible even today. And I hope that you got that glimpse behind the curtain, and I'm sure you did if you listen closely to 
Mr. Gandhi story. Uh, if you enjoy hearing success stories of people that are in the marketplace right now today, making it happen, then go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, next week, we're going to hear from Flavio in Illinois, who migrated to the United States from Durango, Mexico in his early 20s. Uh, he joined Amway around 2004 and has been involved in multiple network marketing opportunities over the past 18 years with minimal success. But today, Flavio is in a routine and a rhythm. He's adding to his passive income every week. He's on his way to leaving his job in corporate America and working his business full time. So subscribe to this podcast now. Uh, the session with Flavio is not one that you want to miss. And just remember, uh, go over to YouTube, our YouTube channel. Uh, it'll be listed in the show notes below. And let Bobby Gandy know how you felt about his story. This is Dale Calvert. We'll be back with you next week for the session with Flavio in the new session with with the new era of Wealth Building Podcast. Thank you guys for being here. Man, I can't believe that an opportunity, time, and place. I can't believe I get to do this uh, at this point in my career, that this is actually rolled around and there's actually people uh, that are progressing, building their income, building their teams, making money, having fun, and enjoying uh, the journey again. I never thought I'd see it again in my lifetime, and it's here, and I'm so thankful to be here. And I hope you're enjoying these stories because we have a lot more to come. Talk to you soon. Have a great week. Did you enjoy this story? then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit MLMSuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? Then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded, but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exist yet.